Hello, Chinese friends. Welcome to Spiritual Waimai. 欢迎来到属灵外卖 Delivering the spiritual food to you when you can't get out. 当你无法外出的时候，我们为你速递属天灵粮 This Spiritual Waimai article is a part of the series entitled "You're God's Masterpiece: The Genesis Notes." 本期属灵外卖来自特别系列。你是神的杰作，创世纪手记。Studying the book of Genesis to discover direction and hope for your awesome life. 通过研读创世纪，并联系新约的思想，为您的美好生活提供指引和亮光。Genesis chapter twenty-three, death and new life. There were two major events that happened in Genesis chapter twenty-three. One was death; the other was life. Death of Sarah. Genesis chapter twenty-three, verses one to two. Sarah lived to be a hundred and twenty-seven years old. She died at Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron, in the land of Canaan, and Abraham went to mourn for Sarah and to weep over her. Sarah lived to be one hundred and twenty-seven years old, and at her death, Abraham mourned and wept over her. Death is a very difficult. Occasion, it is devastating to lose a loved one. But for those of us who are Christians, our hope is in Jesus. We see death is not an ending, but a beginning. First Corinthians chapter fifteen, verses fifty-one to fifty-seven. Listen, I tell you a mystery: we will not all sleep, but we will all be changed in a flash, in the twinkling of an eye. At the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. For the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable, and the mortal with immortality. When the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable, and the mortal with the immortality, then the saying it is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O、oh、death, is your victory? Where, O、oh、death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. We do not mourn like the world does when death comes, because we have hope in Jesus. First Thessalonians chapter four verses thirteen to fourteen. Brothers and sisters, we do not want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death, so that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope. For we believe that Jesus died and rose again, and so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in Him. What about Abraham and Sarah? Do we see any hope in this story? Sarah has died. Now what? Sarah's death and God's promise. Genesis chapter twenty-three, verses three to twenty. Then Abraham rose from beside his dead wife and spoke to the Hittites. He said, "I am a foreigner and a stranger among you. Sell me some property for a burial site here, so I can bury my dead." Sir, listen to us. You are a mighty prince among us. Bury your dead in the choicest of our tombs. None of us will refuse you his tomb for burying your dead. 
Then Abraham rose and bowed down before the people of the land, the Hittites. He said to them, If you are willing to let me bury my dead, then listen to me and intercede with Ephron, son of Zoar, on my behalf. So he will sell me the cave of Machpelah, which belongs to him, and is at the end of his field. Ask him to sell it to me for the full price as a burial site among you. Ephron, the Hittite, was sitting among his people, and he replied to Abraham in the hearing of all the Hittites who had come to the gate of his city. No, my lord, he said, listen to me. I give you the field, and I give you the cave that is in it. I give it to you in the presence of my people. Bury your dead. Again, Abraham bowed down before the people of the land, and he said to Ephron in their hearing, Listen to me, if you will, I will pay the price of the field. Accept it from me, so I can bury my dead there. Listen to me, my lord. The land is worth four hundred shekels of silver, but what is that between you and me? Bury your dead. Abraham agreed to Ephron's terms, and weighed out for him the price he had named in the hearing of the Hittites. 400 shekels of silver, according to the weight current among the merchants. So Ephron's field in Machpelah, near Mamre, both the field and the cave in it, and all the trees within the borders of the field, was deeded to Abraham as his property in the presence of all the Hittites who had come to the gate of the city. Afterward, Abraham buried his wife Sarah in the cave at the field of Machpelah, near Mamre, which is at Hebron, in the land of Canaan. So the field and the cave in it were deeded to Abraham by the Hittites as a burial site. We see an amazing event take place as a result of Sarah's death. Abraham makes his first land purchase. God has promised Abraham the land for all of these years, but has he had any land himself? No, he has always been a nomad, wandering with his tent. Finally, Abraham owns his own land. Interestingly, the piece he chooses first is back where he lived for so many years ago, near Mamre, a place where the Lord spoke to him many times. What two major life events of Abraham happened at Mamre? When Abraham and his nephew Lot separated, God gave Abraham the promise that the whole land would someday belong to Abraham. After receiving that promise, Abraham moved to Mamre and built an altar to the Lord there. It was also by the great tree of Mamre that the three visitors came to Abraham and prophesied the birth of Isaac. It would make sense that Abraham would want to purchase land in this significant place where he had met with the Lord. With Sarah's death comes another fulfillment of God's promise. Abraham will have land. Death bringing new life is a principle we hear over and over in the Bible. John chapter 12, verses 23 to 28. Jesus replied, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Very truly I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, my servant also will be. My Father will honor the one who serves me. Now my soul is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? No, it was for this very reason I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it, and will glorify it again. 
The kernel of wheat must die for there to be a harvest. Sarah's death brought new life. Her death brought the new land, which was a part of God's promise to Abraham. In the same way, Jesus' death brought new life to all of us. He gave his life so we could have new life with him. Jesus died and his death brought us life. Jesus also calls us to die to ourselves and live to him. This means we let our old self die so we can live our new life with Jesus. Are there areas of your life needing to die so new life can rise up? In the story of Abraham and Sarah, Sarah's death reminds us there is still hope in death. New life comes. God's promises do not fail. At the moment of Sarah's death, Abraham stepped into the promises of God. He would have land. The Sale of Land When we read the transaction between Abraham and Ephron, the Hittite, it may seem a little strange to us. But Abraham was purchasing the land in the proper way. He was at the city gate where the leaders meet. He made his intentions known to all of the leaders, and he specifically named the piece of land he wanted to purchase. In a polite way, Ephron gave Abraham the price of the land as 400 shekels of silver. Abraham paid, and the deal was finished. Abraham's wife has died, and now he will turn his focus onto the future generations. The land he purchased was for the dead, but he will turn his focus to the living, his son, Isaac, and the promises of God for Isaac and all those who will come after him. Thanks for having some spiritual waimai with us. We hope that you liked it and that it fed your soul. And we hope you come back for some more. We love ya. 我们爱你哟。